For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Dear listeners, welcome to the Kodesh Family Church, Philadelphia, under the leadership of Bishop Dag Heward Mills. This denomination has grown with over several branches all over the world. We are excited to come your way with the anointed word of God, which has the power to heal, deliver and save you. Stay tuned as we receive God's word through his servant, Reverend Gilbert Fleischer. and two. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Psalm 23 verse 1 to 2. You see, we are in America, so don't say water, water. Waters. waters. Make it nice. Alright? Let's say it one more time. Psalm 23 verse 1 to 2. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Amen. Hallelujah. Zephaniah chapter 3 and verse 15. This is a verse in the book. I won't tell you which chapter and which page, but look for it. It's in a book. A book for our fast. Zephaniah 3.15, quickly, and let's pray two minutes and then we'll move on. Look at it. So Zephaniah 3.15 says, The Lord hath taken away thy judgment. He hath cast out thine enemy. You see, when we talk about enemy, 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 don't think that we are being superstitious. It's very dangerous to walk around and feel you don't have an enemy or think that you don't have an enemy. Maybe being superstitious is overly thinking that everything is an enemy. But don't, it's balance. Don't forget that you have an enemy. The Bible says your adversary, the devil. Your adversary, the devil. How many of you have seen the devil before? Very unlikely to see. Auntie Love says she's seen. It's possible. Yeah. Or you can see a similitude of him. Or you are more likely to see his agents. And his agents, a lot of times, they work through human beings. (laughs) You see. So we have an enemy who is constantly at work. All right. So this verse, it says, he hath cast out thine enemy. Then it says, the king of Israel, even the Lord, is in the midst of thee. Thou shalt not see evil anymore. Wow. So because God is in the midst of us, because of his presence. Let's look at the Amplified Version. Amplified Version. Amplified Version. It says, for then it will be that the Lord has taken away the judgment against you. He has cast out your enemy. The king of Israel, even the Lord himself, is in the midst of you. And after he has come to you, when? So when his presence is with you, look at what happens. You shall not experience or fear evil anymore. You shall not experience or fear evil anymore. You will not only experience evil anymore, 
but you will not fear evil. You will not anticipate, anticipate evil even in your life. You become fearless because of the presence of the Lord. The Lord mighty to save in the midst, in the midst of his people, isn't it? Very mighty to save. His presence drives away the enemy and that gives us a life that has no experience of evil or fear of evil. Amen. Amen. Lift up your voice, close your eyes, and just yearn for that presence. We've been crying for the presence of the Lord through various prayers. We've prayed through scriptures. But let's pray one more time this, this morning as we meet in church. The Lord, let your presence, the presence, your presence, that takes away the experience of evil. Your presence, that takes away the fear of evil. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Lift up your voice right now. Cancel and come against combat in Jesus' name. Come against directly. Plead the blood of Jesus Christ against every, even fear. Fear is a spirit. Cancel the effect of fear. Cancel even, even the anticipation that you would have even evil in your life because of the presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord drives away every experience and fear of evil in Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice, everyone. Come on, play me some music. Play us some little music in the background quickly. Quickly. Yes, 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 yes. Kapatale mamonea. Sipele mamorama. Makoto tapalia. Zilebre kinono. Rapakataliada. Shandeleke baba. Makata sapaya. Ilo zobreya. Makotolianda. Shapalababa. Shapalababa. In the name of Jesus, your presence, your presence, your presence, your presence, your presence, your presence, your presence that drives away evil, it drives away the experience of evil because of your presence. We will not be afraid anymore because of your presence. We will not have fear because of your presence. We will not experience fear. Come on, come against fear, come against the experiencing of fear, the experiencing of evil, the experiencing of evil in 2020. Declare that because of the presence of God, the presence of God in your life, this year in 2020, you shall not experience fear in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, pray. Lift up that voice. The Bible says that the effectual prayer of a righteous man, it availed much, it availed much, it brings effect. It's dynamic in its working. It is dynamic in it. It's causing a change because of the presence of God. Because of the presence of God. Yes, you will not experience evil. You will not fear evil anymore. Not temporarily, but forevermore. Evermore. You will not. You will not. Believe. Believe it. Believe it as you pray that the presence of God drives away that experience in the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 Evil is taken away. Because of your presence, Evil is taken away. Evil is taken away. Because of your presence, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Evil is being taken away. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, listen. Look at that verse again. Look at the verse again. It says, and after he has come to you, you shall not experience or fear 
evil for a few days. Temporarily. How? Anymore. 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 Lift up your voice one more time and pray. Say, I shall not experience, because of the presence of God, I shall not experience fear. Fear of evil. Fear of evil. I shall not experience evil. I shall not experience fear of evil anymore because of the presence of God. Yes. Yes. Katapala, Rotoporia, Lesonderima, Makotoporia, Rashapala, 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 Kapale, Ophala, we shall Lesonderima, for your presence for two weeks. Thank you that your presence is with us. We've learned, we're still learning about your presence. The things that make your presence, the things that drive away your presence, the things that even retain your presence. Thank you for the benefits even of your presence. And thank you that one of the benefits is that when your presence is with us, the experience of evil shall not be there anymore. And the fear of evil shall not be present anymore thank you for that experience thank you for your presence with us and lord i pray for everyone here whatever fear is there in their lives whatever evil is there in your lives and fear of evil that they keep having in their lives this morning as a congregation we stand and we declare in jesus name that by the presence of God the presence of the mighty one the presence of the greater one who is in us by his presence that fear and that experience of evil is nullified in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name, in Jesus name. by the blood of the Lamb thank you that we are free of fear and we shall not experience evil we are free of the fear of evil and free of the experience of evil in 2020 if you believe that lift up your hand and just begin to thank god thank god for that yes yes thank god for that blessing right now right now yes 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 thank you thank you thank you in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name father thank you that you have heard us because we have prayed in Jesus name and we have prayed your word your will thank you in Jesus name amen Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hand one more time and thank him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. He's a God of all flesh. There is nothing too hard for him. Bless him. Give him praise. Give him honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, we thank you for all these offerings in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated and take your books. And open to chapter number four. 
chapter number 4. What defines the presence of God? I hope you've been reading the book as we pray. Eh? Yes, one of the things you should be doing as we are praying, you are also reading. Reading along and meditating, thinking about the scriptures in the book. So we continue our topical Bible study on the anointing and the presence. So chapter 4 is what defines the presence of God? What defines the presence of God? Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8 is our introductory verse. Let's turn to it. Genesis 3 and verse 8. It says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Amen. If you don't have a book, sit by somebody with a book. Last week we sold all the books. So that's the key verse. So there are more. We've got more. Two left. So who doesn't have a book? Just two? Blow, you don't have a book and you're looking straight. <laughs> How many more do you have? Just two. All right. So it's a gift of $10. We'll take care of, of him, all right? All right. Pastor Kobe says you take care of him, all right? We don't want our... Pastor Kobe, remind me to talk about the first lap camp as soon as I finish preaching. I want us to help them. All right. So, the presence of God has three elements. Everybody say three. three. So, what are the three elements of the presence of God? It's the aura of God, the voice of God, and the gift of God. All right? What are the, what are the three things that define the presence of God? The aura, the voice, and the gift of God. You can liken it to, to again, today Mr. Ganyu is on the, on the, on the, it's my window for the day. You can liken it to Mr. Ganyu, all right? When Mr. Ganyu is present in his house, it's his aura, his voice, and his gifts, and his daughter's house, and what gifts? Everything in the house, the air you breathe, the water you drink from the refrigerator, the juice, they are all gifts. Gifts because you didn't pay for it, isn't it? And you drink it for free. Amen. So, you know, yesterday something funny happened. Around 10, almost 11, I, I saw my older boy come down. And he, just, and he does that most of the time. He comes down to take his usual midnight, you know, snack, open the fridge, just enjoy himself. So this morning I told him, listen, at night the pantry is closed. <laughs> From tonight. 9.30, the pantry is closed. <laughs> of course, my wife said, what do you mean by the pantry? The pantry is open. <laughs> Amen. I can't close the pantry. Amen. All right. So, the aura, what is the aura? The aura, how do you define aura? Let me just, I like, I like the, um, the dictionary definition of it. Look at it. It says, the distinctive atmosphere or quality that seems to surround and be generated by a person. So, aura is the distinctive atmosphere. Eh? 
the distinctive atmosphere. I mean, when, when a person of importance is around, all right, that distinctive atmosphere that is created around his presence, it's so distinctive, it, it, can, it can only be linked to his presence. Do you understand? In my, in my, in my, let's say even, let me use myself as a window now. Let's say in my home, there's a distinctive presence that I bring, which is also quite different from the distinctive presence that, that my wife also brings to the house. When I'm there, Pastor, you know so. Yeah, when you are there, there are certain things that cannot be done. I will not fly because it's a distinctive, you know, distinctive atmosphere that, 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 that is around a person's presence. You see, and the same with God. When God is present, when you say you have the presence of God, there must be, there must be a distinctive presence. Eh? Look at that, the, the definition. A distinctive atmosphere or quality that seems to surround and be generated by a person. That is the aura. Amen. And that defines the presence of a person. It defines the presence of God. So when you say there's a you see, one, one of the things about this book, one of the blessings of this book, as we read and we pray, you see that it, you, you begin to be, you, you begin to have checks in your life. And certain deceptions are taken away. Because there are a lot of us walking around feel God is with me. God, but God, God may not be with you. The things that you think that mark God being with you are different. So when God is with you, his distinctive atmosphere, that peculiar quality of, of a certain person is with me. So, so you think about it. Take it a step further. If God is really with you and his presence is with you, you will not be doing certain things. Amen. You will not be going to certain places. God, let's go. <laughs> let's go, God. Come along, God. Because you know God will not be in certain places. You will even be careful how and what you say. Because when you are in the presence of somebody, you don't, you see, one of the things about, I joke, again, my, let me use myself as a woman. I joke with my kids and we play, but I'm also a very serious one. My wife says I'm too serious. She says, mm-hmm. even in church, says, mm-hmm. <laughs> You see, both Tim and Gilbert like playing, and sometimes they just have outbursts of loudness. I don't like it. I say, you guys, you're too bush. You're too bush. Don't be so bush. <laughs> and Timothy went to Rutgers in New York. I said, just go back to New York. Go back to New York. You're a bush boy. And I don't mind if they were here, I'll say the same thing. You see. So that is one of the things that, that so I'm sure that, and it, sometimes you can tell, you know, that when they, about the same, sometimes I know you hear them, this is, I see them, and one of them, them will lean to the other. And you guys are gossiping about me. <laughs> but that's an aura. Yeah. You see? So when you, when you say God is with you, the proof, 
what defines his presence with you is that the aura is there. And when aura is there, aura is there. It, it, you cannot help but, but respect it. You can't help. You just, you, you just have to respect it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So aura defines the presence of God. Aura defines the presence of God. It defines, and it, when you read the book, you see that Bishop uses Revelations 22, 1 to 5. We're not going to read the whole thing. But you see that, that the presence of God, just the presence of God, his presence alone even, even brought a certain aura that even required that there should be no light. It, it was a distinctive presence that brought light. I mean, there was no, if you read, look at, let's read the part in bold, if you have it. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no night there. And they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light. I mean, his presence alone was enough to illuminate the place such that there was, there was no need for a candle or a lamp. That's the aura. That's the aura. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's challenge ourselves. If you claim you have the presence of God, I have the presence of God. Even can't you see the way I speak in tongues? My tongues is a combination of Malaysian language, Japanese language, and Chinese language. It's all of Asian origin and occasional African dialect. Kapata, pata, pata. Ibro. You say, somebody said, when you hear Ibro, it means that Ghana has come in. Ibro, Ebro, Ebro is it's corn. <laughs> no, no. That is not what defines the presence. It's the aura. The aura. The aura. And I'm saying to you this morning, if the aura is with you, the presence of God, therefore the aura with you, your life will not be the way it is now. Yes. Because you can't say, God, let's go and do this. <laughs> God, let's go fornicate today. <laughs> God, stand and watch me. Lord, let's go drink today. Lord, stand and watch me drink seven bottles of beer. See, religion and Christianity is not a set of rules. It's beyond religion. It's a life. Yes. The life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Yeah, you are living. You are living. It's a, it's a realistic distance. It's not. So when the Bible says that if any man be in Christ, a new creature. Yeah, because now the presence of God has come in you and you walk around with the aura. And even when you make a mistake, you feel it immediately. Yeah. Yesterday I was upset with one of my colleagues as a pastor colleague because they did something I didn't like and I just said something to them, you know. And then I told Lady Pastor, look at what I, I just said this to you. I, I was miserable the whole night. And then she was also telling you, see, you are not miserable. You said, she's very good at preaching. <laughs> When the aura is there, you see that even when you make a mistake, you tell me, you didn't do well, my son. You didn't do well, my son. You didn't do well, my son. Are you here? Number two. So aura, number two, 
is the voice of a person. The voice of a person. The voice of a person shows his presence. Yes. When God is with you, you will hear his voice. Hearing his voice must be your great desire because it is a sign of his presence in your life. Listen, when you, can, when you, when you don't hear somebody's voice, it's a sign that the, presence is, the person is not with you. Can I tell you a secret? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I promise not to be offended by this word. Oh, come on, smile and tell somebody. And then the neighbor should tell your neighbor, neighbor, tell your neighbor that you have promised. Yeah. All right. Listen, as a pastor, there are some church members that my voice is not with you. Yes. I won't lie to you. We smile. Oh, uh, I tell you, one, every time your pastor says, the only thing that's powerful. Charlie is powerful. It's working. I mean, there's nothing more to talk about. Yeah. You'll be amazed that, that sometimes the people that even seem to be chastised, that's a sign of the presence. Yeah. There are some of you that you can't get away with a pin drop. Yeah, we'll come after you. If I don't come after, Lady Pastor will come after. It's a, it's a sign that we are with you. The voice is with you. The presence of the pastor is with you. We, we can speak into your life. There are some people that, Charlie, we just see you from far. We pray, Lord, please help this one. This way that they are going, let it not end in a bad way. Let there be no catastrophe. You see, but that's all we can do. We can't say stop it. We can't say do this. We can't do, you see. And sometimes people, people, people don't even know. Sometimes, you see. But some of you, I can, I can talk to you roughly. Yeah. Someone like Charmaine in the back. I mean, she's my daughter. Charmaine spent time in my house. She's, she's even bad. This one we're even joking about. She's bad my two sons. <laughs> yeah. Charmaine, Charmaine, did you, have you not bad them or supervised them to bad? Yeah. I can't tell Charmaine anything. Yeah. And you may be sorry. Someone like, where's Cynthia KB? I can tell Cynthia KB nonsense. Where is she? Yeah. Especially my wife. Sometimes when I want them to say something, I just tell uh, My wife will sort it out easily. To the contrary, some of you don't think that way. But we can tell her anything. Do you know how many times she's cried on me she's leaving the church? We can't. Yeah, the pastors, your wives, I, I, it's not a problem. I can tell them what I feel. Pastor, you know so. I may, I'll tell you at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I've told these guys, I've told them many things I feel is wrong with. Yes. That, that's, yeah, thank you, Brother Samuel. So that is a sign. Do you know how many times I've been chastised? Do you know how many times? In fact, I think it's a good thing to sometimes even feel in your heart that I want to leave the church. It's a sign that you are close. <laughs> yes, it's a sign that you are close. Because the truth is that even your own family, have you not felt like leaving your family? Or felt like, this is a shame, not so? Or leaving your home and yet I'm bored with mommy, I'm bored with that. But you never left. You see? So, so, yeah, you didn't even change your last name. So that's a sign. That's a sign that, yes, you are close. You see? So the voice of God. And let me tell you, many of us will live and die on this earth without hearing any thundering from, from the heavens. Yeah. You won't experience the Paul's kind of Saul who turned into Paul kind of experience. 
where bright light will shine from heaven, and then and you hear a voice, why, why are thou persecuting me? You, you may not, the only representation of God's voice you hear is your pastors. The people, people that God has given to you. And us opening the Bible. So as you are even listening right now, it's the voice of God. I'm not preaching anything by myself. I'm not preaching. We are looking at scriptures. Scriptures. It's, it's, it's nothing there that we are making up. Are you understanding? So the voice of a person. So when you can't hear the voice of God, the voice of God doesn't come. There's a sign. It's a sign that God is not with you. His presence is not with you. His presence is gone. Are you here or have gone home? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because his presence, when you read Genesis again 3, 7 to 10, maybe you should, we should read it again. The, the sin of Adam and Eve and how they drove, they were driven away. Until now, I gave you a message to listen to. You and Mama Pause, have you listened to it? Yes. Do you remember this part in it? You don't. Yes. God watched, God watched Adam and Eve. That's the essence of prayer and the importance of prayer. You think that when, when the devil was tempting Adam and Eve, God wasn't seeing. He was watching. But he couldn't do anything. Because the order was that man was the one supposed to, to be in charge and dominate. Yes. <laughs> so that is the essence of prayer. So, prayer, without prayer, God will not even move. Without man, prayer is just man giving God permission to interfere. It's a spiritual rule. Every direct spiritual rule. So, God always needs not spirits, but spirits in the body. That's a rule to make things happen. That's why when he had to help us, he had to send his son and take the form of flesh to, to intercede, stand between and draw us back. That's the essence of prayer. Until now. So that's, the, that's what I wanted you to, to learn from that, that video clip by, by Miles Monroe, who died a few years ago. Yeah. So we, without prayer, we Cannot God will not do anything. Anyway, that's not the essence of what, what we, we're talking. So it says, and the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed thick leaves together and made themselves aprons. Look at verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of their head. They had the presence of God. They had the voice of God. The voice of God. The voice. Everybody say the voice. voice. Yeah. You need to hear God's voice. If you can't hear God's voice, it means it's not near. In your life, you should be able to point to something and say, Point to something and say, this is God speaking. This is God speaking. This is what God is saying to me. And God said to me. And God showed me this. And God said this to me. And God directed me. And God pointed out to me. Preach. That is it. <laughs> Without that, God is not with you. Because God is not deaf. Neither is he dumb. 
God is not handicapped. He's a living God. Living things speak. Yeah. Even our common relationships on earth as human beings, is that when we are bored with each other, we don't talk. Uh, presence is gone. We are living the same, our presence is gone. <laughs> is it not so? So the talking is the, is the proof that there's a relationship, there's a presence. Wow. wow. Number three, quickly. The book is so powerful, isn't it? You know, sometimes, this week I was wondering, I'm saying, where does this man get all this? And it never ends. Listen, we are dealing with a very anointed person. You see, as I'm preaching, don't, don't look at me. I, I don't know anything. All I'm preaching is what I learned from him. He writes faster than we can. You know, when Pastor Daniel went to Ghana recently, he brought me all the new books, like 13 of them. Maybe if you average it, one a month. When I'm asked to write a report, recently I was asked to write a special report that worked. It took me like two weeks. Write a simple two page. <laughs> he has messages. He has messages every week, two, three. Sometimes he finishes, come, and finishes, come. And all the messages are fresh. Ah, it takes only the put your hands together for giving us such a gift. We must appreciate him. I said we must appreciate him and we must love him. So when is honor your prophet at the end of the year? I said just honor him. It, it should not be, it should, it should be you no know, gyrations and explanations and, and all kinds of things to even explain. That, that's the only thing we can do. That, that one time in it, just honor him. In accordance with scripture. That we should honor those who teach us. Isn't it? Number three. The gifts of a person shows his presence. The gifts of God shows his presence. So, gifts shows the presence of God. Gifts shows the presence of God. Gifts, you see. Now, when you read this chapter, you see here, Bishop points out the fact that gifts are one of the most deceptive things that we have. Because people hold on to gifts and sometimes feel like that is the only thing that shows the presence of God. But if you can understand this, you can see why people sometimes seem to be doing well. Yeah, eh? yeah they lay hands on people fall. They are preaching very powerfully. It looks like there's, there's a gift in operation. But that does not always mean that the presence of God is there. Bishop talks about how he gave a very big gift, wedding gift or something, to someone, right? And later on, things happened, and he was no longer with the person. He never went back to say, give me my gift. Do you see? So in the same way, things can happen, and you may still be holding on to the gift, even though we're saying that gifts are a sign of the presence of a person. I have to be near you to give you a gift. Whether physically near you or even, even, even if I'm not physically near you, there has to be some nearness, a certain presence, relationship. You don't just give gifts to everyone. That is why during Christmas, you don't just pass out things and you just see someone, hey, what a nice, they say, what's your name, by the way? Then you write their name on the, on the box for them. 
Now, you give gifts, special gifts. Yeah, Pastor Eugene gave a very dear special gift to his wife during Christmas. Ah. <laughs> hey, koto malikra hilo shipa lama ramba listombre mania sapela. Give the gift. <laughs> Give the gift. Are you here? You've gone home. <laughs> so gifts, gifts also is it shows that the person is near. You see. But the person can give a gift and move. And you are still holding on to the gift. Oh, Charlie, God is with Can't you see that even my tongues is even polished? My tongues is even going higher. I can even give prophecy in, in, in church. I can, I can do things. Even when I lay hands on the people, or even my preachers become sweeter. No, that is not correct. Look at Romans eleven twenty nine, And we'll end with that. Romans eleven twenty nine. Look at it. Romans eleven twenty nine It says, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. So in other words, when God gives you a gift and God gives you uh, a call, call gift, it is without repentance. He won't collect it back. So even though he may have moved, being such a nice person, a good person, Good God, good God, God is good. He doesn't come to you and say to you, give me my gift. So when even he's moved away and you are holding on to the gift and you are I can't see that the gift is with me. The gift is with me. I still have the gift. The gift is with me. I still have the gift. The gift, the gift, is, the gift is still working. So it means that God is with me. No. He could have moved a thousand miles away. And he doesn't even want to see you again. I hope not. <laughs> but you are holding on to the gift and saying, because of the gift, God is with me. No. You still have to thrive for his presence. You still have to work and maintain his presence. Amen. I underline something. He says, this, this is the part of the presence of God that we enjoy the most. His gifts and his goodness. However, this is a part of the presence of God that can deceive. Gifts and good things often, or gifts and good things once given are not withdrawn. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Amen. Yeah. So gifts are just part of it. But again, God can move away and you still have the gifts. Amen. When you read, read Revelations 21 to 21, Revelation 21, 3 to 5, again you see, if you look at your book, we can't read the whole thing. It says, and God shall wipe away all, away all their tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. The presence of God in the new heaven and earth comes along with the gifts and the good things that God has. All needs are wiped away. All needs are wiped away. Your needs are wiped away by the presence of God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Why don't you stand to your feet and just pray one more time. Asking for his presence.
yearning for his presence, yearning for his presence, yearning for his presence. Come on, lift up your voice, everyone. Jesus, come on now, come on now. Yes, your presence, your presence, your presence, your presence, your presence, your presence. Yes, your presence, 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 your presence. Yeah, Kandora, Nandere, Brendoro, Sipara, Rasapa, Rikoto, Ripalama, Nikapala, Yasantoria, Kiloro, Kiloro, Balia, Zimende, Kenono, Shimande, Kemanda, Ekato Kapaya, Debra Kataya, Zende Kemamo, Kandele Kemama, Kadele Masapayade. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. James chapter 5 and verse 16. James. 516. Let's look at it in the Amplified version. Great, thank you. Amplified. All right, look at it. James 516. Listen, I want you to believe prayer. Do you understand? Don't see prayer or praying as just a formality. They say we should pray so ah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Believe it. Because it works. Look at this scripture. It says, confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that ye may be healed and restored to the spiritual tone of mind and heart. Now, this is a part I wanted us to look at. It says the earnest, that is heartfelt, continued. So the word earnest here, amplified is amplifying it for us, explaining it. It is the heartfelt, continued. That is prayer. It has to be heartfelt. Don't just do it. Feel it. I'm praying this from my heart. Eh? And when it's from your heart, it can be, it, you can tell. It's not necessarily screaming and shouting, but you can tell. that This is something, I'm, it's, it's coming from my heart. I'm praying for it. Heartfelt. And it's not just once, but continued. Praying without ceasing. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. The endless, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man. And don't make that mistake. If you are born again, you are righteous. Remember I told you about things about in scripture, things that God made us. God made us. He made us the righteousness of God in him. We were made, made. You had no choice. The moment you accepted Christ, all your sins were wiped away. You were made. So you are righteous. Don't let the enemy ever accuse you. So it says, of a righteous man. Now look at what I Man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. So when you pray, what God is saying, it makes tremendous power. That's why in art you read about people praying and the whole place was shaking. It makes tremendous power. It makes tremendous power. Power. Not just tremendous power, but tremendous power is made available. Dynamic. It means it works. Oh, oh, oh. Glory to God. It means it works. It works. It works. To your neighbor and say, prayer works. Say, prayer works. I said, prayer works. It works. Not sometimes, always. Dynamic. 
Dynamic means it doesn't stop. It is ongoing. It is moving on. It is dynamic. It is moving on. It never sleeps. Dynamic in its working. You see? So when we are praying, say, let us pray for one minute. Lord, let's pray that his presence is with us. That we enjoy his presence. Not only this next week or two past week, but it's a prayer that we are so into 2020 that this whole year, his presence is what we want to enjoy. Pray from your heart. Lift up your voice one more time. Just one minute. Come on. Lift up your voice, everyone. Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Yes. Jesus. 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 Your presence. Your presence. Your presence. Come on, pray that you will have the aura. You would hear the voice. You would have gifts. Jesus. Gifts. The gifts also, when it comes, one of the things is that it wipes away your needs. Your needs will be wiped away. Your needs will be wiped away. Your needs will be wiped away. Yes. The presence. The presence. The presence. Now lift up your hand and thank God for the presence. Jesus. Katamalomosi palabaya. Yes, yes, the presence of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. The presence of God works for his children. You cannot have the presence. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Help us sit down, please. So listen to me. 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 So what was I saying again? Sammy, what was I saying? What was I saying? Yes, I said the presence of God is available for his children. I lost my trend. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, I was doing an altar call. Yes, yes, there you go. So the presence of God is for his children. You cannot have his presence without being his child. Are you listening? You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, I mean, if you can't, you, you, you cannot belong to someone cry for the person's presence or let me put this, you cannot cry for the, 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 the presence of a person when you don't belong to the person. You have no relationship with the person. So the presence begins with a relationship. That is why it's important here to have a relationship. Set your relationship with God afresh. Set it aright now. If you are here and you know in your heart that look, I don't have a relationship with Christ. I want to help you. You got to set it up right now. Right now. So with every head bowed, every eye closed, lift up your hand. And let me pray with you. It includes backsliding. It includes, it, 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 it includes someone who is not even given his life or her life to Christ before. But it also includes, like I'm saying, anyone who is giving their life to Christ. But you are, not, you are not working with him. His presence is not with you. His presence cannot be with you until that relationship is, is restored. 
So lift up your, every head bowed, every eye closed. Lift up your voice. I said lift up your voice. Lift up your hand. Let me pray with you. Anyone here? Anyone here? Anyone here? You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. 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 I need that presence. I need that presence. I need that relationship with God restored. Anyone here? Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Everyone say this after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I ask for a restoration of my relationship with you. In these days, as we wait upon you as a church, let it be restored. Let it be set aright. Let it be taken to the place where it ought to be so that I'll walk with you aright for the rest of the year. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you for your gifts upon Auntie Evelyn. I pray for her. Keep anointing her. Use her. Let the gift of prophecy work through her. Jesus. Open her up for even higher gifts. In Jesus' name. And anybody here who desires a gift, these are the days of gifts. His presence brings gifts. Hence, before this meeting ends, by Friday you will receive a gift. Amen. Revelational gifts. Amen. Many gifts. Amen. It shall Lord pray through you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 There's somebody here, just when I said that, you just said in your heart, it's just one person. And 